Welcome back. It is season two, a million years later, (laughs) of Laugh It's Funny. I'm Liza, in case you forgot. And I'm Cammie, and we are so happy to be back with you guys. It's been a minute. It has. But we're going to get caught up. It's been like 12 minutes. It has. (laughs) We're so sorry. We're so so sorry, boo. But this one goes out to all of our new college babies. Yes. All of our former students who are now in college. We are devoting this first episode of season two to you guys especially. We are because we miss you. Mm-hmm. And I would be lying if I said there wasn't a hole in my heart um, right. because you're not in school anymore. And right. I might have had a moment or two at the beginning of the year where I just sat in my room and just cried a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm like, the halls are so empty. And it's like right when we got you guys yes. into almost like a young adult form where we could... Yeah, like you? we could like do something with it, and then <laughs> you had to freaking leave. Right when you guys stop getting on our nerves, that's right. Then you leave us. When we could tolerate you and be maybe okay. potential friends. You're mm-hmm. like, bye. That's our plight. <laughs> we carry it, and that's okay. It's great. But before we get to you guys, just kind of thinking back to our own experience, because with- let's this is all about our own experience, right? <laughs> you are basically just a seasoning mm-hmm. to the dish that is. Our right. life, right? This is about us. You guys are afterthoughts. Yeah. But first, we love you. The entree. Yeah. What is one of your favorite memories, or what one of your most memorable experiences from <laughs> your first semester of college? That's what this episode is about. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to lie. I had a really shitty first semester of college. I did. Why? I was two hours from home. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be real dark real early, but oh, my no. grandmother was sick. Aww. And she lived with us since I was a kid, yeah. and I, I hated being away from home. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I was a good Christian girl. I'm like... I can maintain a relationship with Jesus, even though I'm two hours from home. Yeah. But I didn't find a church when I was there. And that's hard. I, you know, was hanging out with my friends and all of them kind of found things to do. And so, mm-hmm. you guys, my favorite memory for my first semester of college was calling my mom every day. For hours. <laughs> hours. We would sit on the phone. We would watch Gilmore Girls together. Oh, Seriously. That is so, so sweet. It was, it was sweet. Um, she begs to differ because it was like she would sit on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. And as soon as my dad got home, she's like, talk to her. I could hear her on the I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways. But I do remember one thing that kind of did lighten the mood a little bit. Um, I had a roommate who was kind of a tomboy. She was adventurous. Mm -hmm. Not at all like me at all. We were pretty much polar opposites. But we would go grocery shopping together. And we had a Walmart. Not a a super Walmart. Just Mm -hmm. a basic Walmart. Like, let's go get some ramen Walmart. Because there was no, like, produce or whatever. And in the parking lot of this Walmart, we saw a man in a truck. And he had bunny rabbits for sale. And I know you're like, where's this going, Lenny? Did you kill a rabbit with your hands? No, 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 no. But I, um, I was like, let's get a pet. Cause I had cats at home. Mm -hmm. I had my dog and I missed them terribly. I'm like, I need an animal to love and care for. So we bought a fucking rabbit in the Walmart parking lot. 
We split it. Ten bucks each. Were you guys living in the dorms? We were. Oh, my God. In you fact. Renegade. Oh, that was the craziest thing I did. You bad It was the first time I ever broke the rules. <laughs> ever. And we snuck this rabbit up. So, she went in the main doors as to not be suspicious. Mm-hmm. And I came up the back stairwell where you didn't have to scan in anything. Yeah. Because the door was broken. Hashtag safety. Um, so, I snuck up with the cage and it was not a small cage. I have a scar on my arm where I scraped it. And I'm really lucky I didn't get freaking tetanus. Um, like, that was my biggest fear. But we brought this rabbit. It lived under her bed. Oh we named God. it Daisy. Sure. So. How long did you have it? <clears throat> three months. Oh, my God. <laughs> then what happened? I gave it to <laughs> Who'd you give it to They kept doing all these random checks on our dorm. Right, yeah. And I remember those. I, I really never left my dorm unless it was to go to class or to the cafeteria to get food and bring it back, back to my room. Right. But I remember I it was the day <laughs> I was on the phone with mom, mm-hmm. and I was eating my lunch, and there was peach cobbler for lunch. I was super excited. I usually get, like, cobbler, a salad, and a badass grilled cheese because they have the best grilled cheese you know, freshman 15. Um, but I was eating it and she was sitting on my shoulder uh-huh. and she straight up jumped into my cobbler. I'm like, bitch has got to go. It's over. She's wrecking my dessert. It's over. She's pooping cocoa puffs everywhere. <laughs> it's time to go. So <laughs> I was still in touch with our high school speech teacher who had raised rabbits in the past. She had rabbit hutches in her backyard. Oh my God. I'm like, I just, I just don't know what to do. I have this rabbit. Let's just take a moment of silence for the former high school speech teacher that we both had. God bless the multitude of children that that woman helped mother. Yes. Yeah. It's. Beyond. I love it. Tough yeah. love mm-hmm, yeah. for sure. She's a real one. So the the it has a darker ending. I'm all about the darkness today. Well, let's hear it. Um, two weeks after. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making any of this up. It's too real. It's too good. Um, two or three weeks after I made the transfer and uh-huh. gave her the fucking rabbit, it started having seizures. Oh, no, because it was missing you. <laughs> it had a disease. He was lactose intolerant. She paid Maybe. like $300 at the no. vet. And they had to put it down. Oh. My mom was like, you were going to pay her back every cent? No, nah, she's Because serious. you never should have given her that rabbit in the first place. She's like, you never should have had the rabbit in the first place. That's honestly a perfect example of, like, <laughs> trying to be an adult, but no one told you what that looks like. Yet. I know. Like, you it's know? not. Being an adult, guys, being an adult is not. Buying a rabbit in the Walmart parking lot and keeping it, yeah. hiding it in your dorm. And you know, someone should have told you that, and that's not your fault. That's right. That's I am a you. victim of circumstance. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Okay, stay woke. Yes. So, what about you? 
Um, one of my funniest moments from, well, it's funny to me. It's probably not funny to the other person in the story, but I was always tired my first semester of college. Yes. And I realize now that the reason why I was tired wasn't because I was staying out late. It was because I was so stressed being away from home was so physically taxing on me. Like I was emotional. Um, I was uncomfortable. And then on top of that, I was constantly overcompensating, trying to act like I was okay and I had it under control and I'm independent. Yeah. And that takes a lot of active energy. So by the end of the day, I was just swamped and I was working on top of going to school. So anytime I was out with friends at a concert, I would fall asleep. Oh, it didn't matter what kind of concert it was. Like I remember one time we were at a deli that kind of turned into a bar Uh after, after hours and, um, a, punk rock band was playing and 20 minutes into their set I was knocked out oh my gosh yeah no one could believe that I was asleep but I was just so tired because anytime I got around people that I trusted I fell asleep yeah because you were like, like I can relax I can relax for a minute oh, right no. and I was dating um like my first college boyfriend we'll call him Chris mm-hmm. um I was at his parents' house. Every time I went over to his parents' house, which they were a loving family, as soon as I sat on their couch, fell asleep in front of everyone. Oh, my God. It was like being in a home with parents and other siblings Aww. and just that normalcy let me relax for a second to fall asleep. That right? breaks my heart. Oh, I know. It was the best sleep that I ever got. Well, the same boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> like a couple months into that relationship, I started realizing that he was not the one for me. Now, he was a great person to be around for that transition. He was very caring and empathetic and worldly and just, like, sweet, Mm -hmm. you know. But he wasn't really someone that I wanted to father my children one day or protect my household one day. Absolutely. I just feel like he could. I don't know. He wasn't that for me. Yes. Um, he's probably that for someone else. And that's mm. great, you know, but anyway, I had yet to find a way to tell him these things. And we were watching a movie and I had fallen asleep oh, no. and he tried to wake me up and tell me, you know, like, Hey, Cammy, I'm about to leave. You know, you should go to bed. So he's sweetly trying to wake me up. And apparently I shoved him off and said, get off me. You're ruining my life. And like, oh god! I don't remember it at all. <laughs> but the next day, he was like, "Hey, so about last night, um, do you remember telling me that I'm ruining your life?" I was like, "Oh shit, no, I don't." But while we're on the topic, I mean, that's a perfect. That's just a god thing that I have Segway, to tell you. We should break up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to talk. Yeah. Um, so I don't. It's comical to me now whenever I think about that, but. <laughs> the, <laughs> Another thing is I had a friend, um, I'll call him Winston, and Winston and I knew each other. (laughs) We were in the English department, and Winston and I were talking, whatever, and this random guy came up to me named Michael, and Michael looked familiar to me, and Michael comes up and interrupts our conversation, and he just looks at me, and he's like, hey, you... And I was just like, uh, who the fuck are you, sir? Right. Well, at that point I was too, uh, like shy to say anything. Sure. So I didn't act like I didn't know him. I was just like, Hey, what's up? And 
he just starts carrying on this conversation. He's like, oh, you know, nothing. I just haven't seen you in a while. I just, you know, thought I would come say, hey, see how you're doing. So we strike up this whole conversation in front of Winston. And I go on with this conversation, whatever. Um, And then he made some comment about like maybe going to see someone speak in the English department later that week, like Uh, inviting me. So I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. (laughs) Um, and then I walk away. Well, later that night I got a text message from Winston and Winston says, Hey, you know, that guy that came up to you in the English department today, do you know him? And I said, you know, I don't, I don't think I do, but maybe I thought, I don't know, maybe I did. And I forgot. Maybe I met him at a show or something. Oh my God. And Winston goes, no, I'm pretty sure you don't know him because when you walked off, he came up to me and said, hey, dude, what's that chick's name? I don't even know her. <laughs> so he, what? he made the whole thing up. That's creepy. I know. I mean, I could, I feel like I could write an entire book on moments Creeps? that were creepy. I look back on it like, oh. We should do a creep episode. We should do a creep episode. Creep to creep. We would need crep, crep to crep. Crips de la crips. <laughs> Cream de la crips. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I hope all you motherfuckers are scared. That's right. Y'all about to get called come out. You. It's roll call. Roll call. Hey, hey, Ron. You here? <laughs> Kidding. Okay. But not really. We'll change your name, don't worry. Maybe. The if list you're is lucky. growing. The That's list right. is growing. Tis growing. But I don't know. Those are our moments. <laughs> I love it. But we had some yes. of our students. We did email us we some of their them. stories from their first semester. We are not giving away names Mm-mm. as to uh, protect the innocent. But we are gonna read them verbatim. We are. So as they are written. Via email. Hit us with the first one. Hit me with a story. Okay. So, oh, dear Jesus Christ. Okay. This is the lead-in from our beloved student who is very smart. I don't know what's happened. Let's be honest and say that college is never what you expect it to be. I don't know why I said it like that, but cool. I learned the rough way. So rough that I'm actually on academic probation at the moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> but don't worry. It's only temporary. You know what? Every choice that you make has the potential to be permanent. So don't go saying it's temporary. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so... You can laugh your ass off now. Girl, get it together. So... Okay, so apparently this girl's roommate is named Danielle. Okay. One time I was sleeping, and Danielle was up working on a project, and I apparently counted calories in my sleep. I deadass said 70 calories in my sleep. What the fuck? Who does that? Someone who needs to eat a snack and stop yes, counting calories. clearly. Let it go, girl. Let it go. Stop counting calories. Start counting those hours in your semester. That's right. Get off that academic probation. That is right. Okay. Right. Hit them with the next one, Cammie. Next one. My friends hide those tiny little plastic babies in my room, too. If I had a dollar for every time I accidentally stepped on one of those little bitches, I'd have enough money <laughs> to buy another bag of tiny babies. I haven't found all of them yet, and I'm terrified. So please send help. 
Okay. <laughs> what is up with the tiny baby movement? I don't know, but I'd be lying if I said I don't have a few of them in my classroom right now. I know. I have one in my drawer. I don't appreciate them. And funnily enough, the reason I giggled at your friend's name is because my tiny baby's name is Winston. <laughs> You don't name the babies, then you grow an attachment to them. You have to just ignore them and put them with your paper clips like I do. I don't want a tiny baby attachment. <laughs> That's why I have dogs. It's the children. I really want all the grown babies <laughs> in my room. Let alone <laughs> tiny plastic ones. I know, right. Oh, my God. Okay. So, here's another. And we'll get into other details about this momentarily. <laughs> I went on a date with a guy that likes feet. Mm. Mm-mm. Side note, Liza is now going to so lovingly nickname this bitch Wikifedia. Okay. <laughs> okay. Went on a date with a guy that likes feet. Literally, we were hanging out and he tried to take my sock off. Rude. And then when I said, no, please don't take off my sock. <laughs> He proceeded to take his sock off and shove his foot in my face. I blocked his number and deleted Tinder as soon as he left my place. Mm, What? Oh, my God. Wait, are you sure that maybe he didn't think that your vagina was inside your sock? (laughs) Okay. They need to get that looked at if that's the case. Maybe he took sex ed in the South and he just doesn't know where things are. Mm, Fight. Okay. So, Tinder. Can we talk about Tinder momentarily? I mean, we can, but I don't have a lot of experience there. I have zero experience in Tinder. However, my niece does, Mm -hmm. and I think it's very dangerous. I don't like Tinder. Because of obvious reasons, hashtag Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't use Tinder. This is my advice: don't use Tinder. How about you go out, yeah, into the college that has thousands of people in it, yeah, and meet a friend. I suggest going to buy coffee in the English department. That worked really well for me. There you go. Or going to shows. Yeah. Or going to museums. Or not worrying about meeting other people and worry about meeting yourself. You know where else I met people? Where? In class. Hey! On academic probation. <laughs> That's where I Got met him. people. Okay, that was probably really loud. But you can meet some quality nerds there. You go, you have a class, you share some witty banter. Next thing you know, That's right. they're inviting you on a very safe coffee date. That's right, in public, where other right. people can witness what's happening. It's called the make sure she doesn't feel threatened technique. That's right. Take her out to coffee. So if if you college people insist on having dating apps such as Tinder, I would recommend, first of all, if you are a female... Get Bumble. Don't do Tinder. I don't know the quality of men that are on Bumble or women, whichever. But they allow you to accept, like, interest from other people Mm -hmm. and you initiate conversation. You aren't harassed. You aren't, you know, bombarded with their messages. Second of all, if you do see someone that you meet on an app... Do not, for the love of God, give them your address or tell them where you live exactly because that is going to open the door to other problems down the road, potentially. Meet them in a public place, Mm -hmm. drive yourself, or have a friend drop you off. Also, share your location with your friend. 
If you don't know how to share your location, we will give a whole tutorial on how to do so in a later episode. Right. And you can just share it with a friend. You know what I mean? Like, share it with a best friend. Yes. That will not hurt anything at all. Tell someone where you are. Don't just go MIA. Right. Absolutely. I just worry about them on dating apps because I feel like it takes out that very crucial step of, like, talking and yes. answering and you know like not not that we're just like trying to be moms here and be like but oh, we are you need to talk to these people before you get to know them no i also want you to enjoy like the chase yes you know what i mean like you're worth being pursued damn it yeah let that excitement build up and experience that it's because true. it's fleeting yes and so you should enjoy it mm-hmm. that's part of your youth and your young adulthood um, so don't skip that. Don't don't be in a rush to get to these very serious moments of your life. Like, yeah, experience them and and enjoy them as they happen. Well said. Um, well said. All right. So we'll get off our high horses here. We know you guys are going to get laid, but it's fun. Also, have some fun exchanging some intelligent banter. Exactly. Right. That's more fun. Yeah. You know. Right. You can have sex with anyone, but can you have sex with someone who makes you laugh? That's different. Same. Yeah. Next I agree. Agreed. All right. Okay. Next story. This one also has to do with Tinder. You wildlings. I swear. Motherfuckers. Uh, we should have we had, love like, you, a, but we damn. had a worth waiting for. Hashtag right. first priority. Is that phased out? Is that not a thing anymore? No. We still have something like that at school. I never hear about it. I know. I wasn't worth waiting for. So was I. I know. Yeah. All of us were brainwashed in that cult. We were at CU at the poll. We signed now a contract every damn year on Valentine's Day. On Tinder. Shame on y'all. Didn't last. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. <laughs> but y'all didn't go on father-daughter dates either. Boom. <laughs> Just kidding. I did. I did too. I went to okay. see Oliver and company. I vividly remember it. It was so we, fun. We went to purity balls. Oh, we did not do that. That's I, creepy. I had a purity ring. Nice. It what like there is a creepy ass movie about that on okay, Hulu. Like, uh, yes, the sentiment is kind of creepy, but then at the same time, like it's I sweet. really appreciated my dad. I understand. Yeah, there's I could see the flip side. Could also turn things. creepy real fast. Uh, yeah, with the wrong dad. There's with the wrong with the dad. wrong dad. Yeah. You look up and that's not your dad beside you. <laughs> <laughs> oh All my right. god. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, let's see. Our next story. I went on a date with this guy from Tinder and it was pretty good, but I probably wouldn't call him back because at the end of the date, instead of kissing me, he pats my head. (laughs) I wake up the next morning and see he called me five times and texted me twice at 3 a.m. I read the text and he said the police had detained him and handcuffed him to a hospital bed because they thought he was a danger to himself and others. He was trying to get me to pick him up. Keep in mind, I had only met this boy once. Then I see him have a breakdown to a police officer in the middle of the street. I then texted him asking that he never contact me again. Luckily, a couple of weeks later, he transferred to another college, and I deleted Tinder. Good for you. Guys, do you see a common theme here? You're all deleting Tinder. Yeah, because creepy-ass hoes. God. And by hoes, I mean boys in a hospital. That was insane. Why did you (laughs) pet your head? I don't know. Mm -mm. There was obviously more going on. Yeah, oh yeah. Very clearly. And you know, that's another scary thing about going on dates with guys in college yeah. when you first meet them and that's why you need to be careful one time i was in a class and i had been in the class for maybe half a semester and there was this i remember this guy in the back and um 
we would kind of just like smile at each other and then it turned into like making small talk and then he asked to go out to coffee. So I said, yeah, sure. So we went to coffee. That was fine. Maybe a couple days later, I had a date with a different guy because shocker, I can do that. Exactly. Right? And it's I a can, free fucking and country. You can do that too. If you're not anyone's girlfriend or boyfriend, it's okay for you to casually date. You know what I mean? As long yeah. as you're being responsible. But anyway, a couple days later, I went on a date with someone else and I was at dinner. The coffee guy walked in, saw me there. Oh, no. And then. And he went off on me via text messages about how promiscuous I was and I was such a hoe and blah, blah, blah. Use and, he, a <laughs> and he couldn't believe that I was out with another guy. And I was thinking to myself, like, dude, I don't even know you. Like, honestly, the extent of our conversation yeah. covered an hour of time. Boy, you know, yeah. it was very surface level. And I would have easily gone out on another date with him Mm -hmm. had I not known that he was going to blow up like that. You know what I mean? Like, he really just kind of went for the jugular then. Yeah. um, With calling names and being angry. And it just felt like, all right, this guy's got some pent-up aggression. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like... You has an anger problem, sir. Maybe you should calm it down a little bit, bro. Oh, my God. So... Also, all of that makes me think of, like... Seeing someone you don't truly know and you haven't fully experienced to understand, like, if they are sane or not. Mm-hmm. Um, has anyone seen you on Netflix? Yeah. That's what that reminds me of. I know. And I don't want to, like, glamorize I mean, Joe. we would be so lucky but to meet a Joe Goldberg. I'm happily married, P.S., but, but, like, but. I if mean, I ever damn. wanted to get murdered, I'm just kidding. I would love for him to murder me. <laughs> if I ever just wanted to saying. get stalked, Joe Goldberg. <laughs> holla at you, girl. Yeah. And by holla, I mean just slightly tap on my window when I'm sleeping. That's right. Just kidding. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. I love it. I do. So, but anyways, like, don't get murdered. You just don't know who people are. It's true. You really don't. You really don't. I mean, think of it this way. Like, some of my best friends for, let's say, seven years now... I'm just now uncovering aspects of them that I would have never known yep. before now. Yep. You know, and some of those aspects are things that they've grown into recently. So there's no way I could have known that about mm-hmm. them. So every person you interact with, you're only scratching the surface of who yep. they really are. Yep. You know, and best case scenario, they're normal. Worst case scenario, they're going to wear your skin later. Truth. Good reference. Thank you. I was going to say, you you were the Titanic, they are the iceberg. (laughs) No. They wear in your skin. You put in the lotion on your skin. That's right. Somebody get the bucket. Mm -hmm. Using the whale. All right. I think we've got two more stories. Yeah. So, this one. My digital foundations teacher was going around and looking at our sketches. I was telling him that sketches are not my strong point. And this boy, I like how she calls her professor a boy. Yeah, I love that. And this boy looks at me and in front of the whole class goes, so what can you do? And then tells me how I should consider changing my major. Bitch. I told him that I'm going to graduate with my major harder. Yeah. Okay. That phrasing was hilarious. I'm going to graduate even harder. You You know what else I realized? What? With this specific class of students yes. saying boy it's because boy. they went through that phase where they're like boy, boy you dumb boy yes with the pointed that's hand. right the pointed boy. hand 
That's why they do that. I miss that. I know, me too. Damn. But my advice on that is fuck them. Yeah, seriously. Fuck them all. Yeah. Same thing happened to me in college. I was questioned multiple times by my mm-hmm. professors and maybe by people that I interviewed with too and look at me now. Right. I'm a teacher working for a mediocre salary and doing something that I love every day. Right. <laughs> and they're... <laughs> I promise that's not undertones of pain that you're hearing. It's fine. I mean, the, the love aspect is so true. Though. It's true. It is true. Like, it's do fulfilling. you? You're not getting fulfilled yeah. monetarily. So yeah. You you had better be getting fulfilled oh, intrinsically. Yeah. Totally. Or else you're going to go insane. Yeah. But yeah, that's happened to me in multiple environments and. It was before now, obviously, yeah. when that happened, I was very um, timid and unable to kind of defend myself verbally and right. and stand up for myself. Yes. But, Same. you know, they know a very small, small aspect of your skill and of mm-hmm. your life. So right. I would not entertain it. I wouldn't let it get under your skin. Just do no. the best you can. And that, to me, I think that's part of, like, the hazing of adulthood. Because you're going to encounter that no matter where you work. Or who you're dating. It's There's true. There's always going to be someone who yep. has something to say. Oh, yeah. That never phases out. And you've got to learn how to deal with it. It's true. It's not going to go away. You can't dodge it. Yeah. You know, so now it becomes a matter of, okay, how am I personally going to choose to deal with this? Yep. And I think you, the best thing to do is to take it in stride and learn when to turn the audio off on yep. those people. You know? Yep. If they have something valuable to say, you know, you can take that and grow from it. Yep. From it. But if there is nothing valuable coming mm-hmm. out of their mouth, you've got That's to right. find a way to kind You're of like, cool. Right. Thanks for telling me cool. that. However, it's your job to teach me and not to berate right. me. Exactly. So unless you're helping me grow, I don't really want to talk to you yeah. right now. And you have to be weary of people who have um, kind of curated a very narrow mindset. Oh, yeah. Like if your job is very, very specific, then it's almost like your vision gets very narrowed and you only focus on that and you can't see anything else. So I think that that's, you know, that's something worth noting. If the person sucks in general, in general, and you'll be able to tell, you know what I mean? If they treat other humans in a shitty way, then you should take that as your green light to ignore everything that they say to you. Yep. (laughs) Amen. And I know who this student is and she's very talented. So yeah, you know, I know that you will do great things, my dear. At some point. You will do great things. You got to say, fuck them. Wipe your fuck hands of it. Keep on. Bobby itch. Bye. Bye, bitch. All right. Our last one says, I'm also on a first name basis with all the workers at the subway on campus. So that's embarrassing. Is it though? Because I was on a first name basis. Same. You know what's good about ladies. that? Walk up, get your order. Oh, shit. They know exactly what I was there for. Take the words Meatball right out of your sub, mouth. Stat ladies. Put some Chipotle sauce on it. Thank you very much. Until my sophomore year of college, it was six inch turkey on wheat with provolone, lettuce, tomato, black olives, and spicy mustard. But then shit. I said, you know what? Fuck turkey. And I went for the tuna salad. Oh. Yeah, beach. Plot twist. That's right. Plot twist. 
tuna salad, and I lived Dude. off spicy chicken sandwiches and sweet tea from Wendy's. I loved our um, our ladies in the lounge, especially the subway ladies, because the way ours worked is if you had a meal plan, mm-hmm. no matter what you bought, if it was less than five fifty, they would upcharge you five fifty no matter what, and that five fifty would be de- deducted. So the subway lady would always be like, like I would just get a sandwich. She'd be like, "Why don't you take some chips?" Yeah, she'd be like. Baby, you know that's only three dollars. If they're gonna upcharge you five fifty, you might as well get a Snickers. And I'm oh, like, oh, thank you so much. I love it. I know there were a few times where I just wanted to hug her, but I knew I couldn't, so oh. I would just take the Snickers. That's something else that people don't prepare you for. Is that oh my you, god, if you've been lucky enough to grow up having like a parent or a guardian hug you regularly same and then you go away to college Mm. and there's no one there to hug you I know that sounds strange it sounds strange no I'm tracking because I felt the same way right and I'm not I'm not a big hugger whenever it comes to my friends but like my mom and my my dad that's totally different so to not have anyone hug me and you know if you're not dating anyone you might completely not have physical contact and that takes a toll on on your psyche I agree I agree. I went home every weekend Mm -hmm. my first semester, and it was, I think, not only to check on my grandmother, but to to get that contact with someone, just to, to hug them. Right. And heaven forbid, sometimes I came home and I was a total bitch because I didn't want to go back to school, but right. I needed to go to school. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go to school. Like, and they're like, we don't want, we don't want to hug you. You're yeah. crazy. But it's, it's true. I remember distinctly thinking that, like, I haven't been hugged in a long mm-hmm. time. And it's such a sad realization. Right. And then to take it a step further and think of what is that like for all those kids who grew up without that in the first oh place? Oh, my God. That kills me. Yeah. You know? And we can't. I that's, why, that's why I never deny a hug to right. a kid at school. Yes, I agree. Even if it's like, oh, my gosh, did you wash your hair today? Yeah, and it's like, oh, my yeah, gosh, she'll come you're home. a little creep to creep. I'll have But I'll hug you at least a little bit because yeah. you might really, really need it. I've had a few students this year who have said my name to get my attention and I'm like yeah and they I love you and yeah. it's very like it, it catches me off guard yeah and I think to myself you have to say it back yes and oh so same. I, I just like I, it's a natural but I'm always like I love you too mm-hmm. and love like, you dear yes. that's what I say yeah. love you dear so it makes a difference have a good day love you dear yeah well that is yeah. the end of our stories that our students have submitted <sighs> yes. but I think um, some of our just kind of like if we had to give you last minute wisdom or encouragement for your second semester, I would tell you, you go to class. Yeah, go to class. <laughs> get off academic probation. Please, God. Talk to the people around you. You could have some very promising prospects inside your classes. It's true. Um, be careful who you're dating. My God. At the same time, you know, just be wise. Take your time. But also, you made it through your first semester. Yes, so and that is not, a big deal. Let's not totally focus on criticisms. Let's deal. celebrate the fact that you rocked your first semester. Yes, Beach. You made it. That is what you're. That's what you should be doing. Yes. And you did that, and we're so proud of you. And undergrad is definitely an endurance race. It is. It's not about are you the smartest person. It's can you fucking hang and get through your four years or whatever that you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Okay. And you can just hang in there keep your eye on the prize. Don't be dicking around too much. Please don't. Okay. And I don't mean that sexually. I mean like 
screwing around and yeah. like not paying attention in class. Staying up to two in class. the morning. Right. Get it together. Be responsible. Okay. I mean, you will stay up till two. Right. But at least, you know, you adjust your sleep schedule to your class schedule. Yes. Don't be the person like, well, I'm just taking a letter grade because I missed all these no. classes. Like, don't do that. There's a responsible way to kind of get around. You yeah. Know what I mean, like with, with school. Also, here's a good piece of advice. Communicate with your professors. Mm-hmm. Email them. If you don't get something, email right. them. If you are not going to be in class, email them. And it may be really stupid, and you may be emailing them multiple times, but they will see your name, and yeah. they will know you, and they will know that you at least open line communication. It's easier to get your grade, uh, like, I guess you would say, like, haggled up to sure. where it needs to be yeah. if you're at least on their radar than if you were an MIA missing person, but on their role. You know what I mean? Right. You've got to be brave. Yes. Be brave. Yeah. That's just a good piece of advice. Yeah. Just be be brave. brave. You know, take initiative. And if they say no, they say no, but at least you know you tried. That's right. And that's all that matters. And say thank you. Mm -hmm. Be respectful. Yeah. Because I mean, while it's, that's just the paradox of college, you're paying to learn from them. Yeah. And they don't really owe you anything. No. They don't. Manners and maturity go a long way. Yeah. They you do. know, if you can have a discussion with another adult and own up to something like, hey, I know I missed this test date. Is there any way I could reschedule yes. it? I, you know, I don't deserve it, but is there any yes. way I wanted to at least ask? And if they say no, then make sure that you're still respectful and accepting that. Right. And say, I'm really sorry, but my rabbit died and I just had a really hard <laughs> I'm so sorry, but my boyfriend is ruining my life, and I just accidentally told him that in my sleep. Oh, my God. You'll be fine, guys. so bad. Just take initiative. I'm sorry, but my Tinder date, like, put his foot in my face, and I just had a really hard day. Yeah, don't let anybody take any of your clothing articles off, either. God bless. I wish someone would try to take my sock off. The fuck out of here. I mean, like, I haven't had a fresh pedicure. <laughs> Which, by the way, cut to over Christmas break, I was that shameless bitch that went to get a pedicure without shaving her legs. <gasps> I've grown into that bitch. Beowulf. I know. You were Beowulf at the nail salon. Rawr. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It was fine. All right, guys. Yeah. Keep it together. Keep it get together. Get through your second semester. You got this. You got this. Don't give up. Because yeah. if you give up, it's going to be harder to go back later. Just it is. Just tough it out. And we love you. We do love you so much. And here's a digital hug. It sounds like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hug your friends. And don't forget to laugh at yourself. Yes. Before somebody else can. That's right. Am I right? Yes. All right. All right. You tell them. You tell them. All right. We'll see y'all never because this is a podcast. But tune in next week. Bye. Bye, guys.